0: Hi, this is Ben from 561 Music Podcast. Right now, we're trying to get a thousand subscribers on YouTube. It just helps us get out there more. It also enables us to monetize the podcast, to make it better, do more advertising for it, and things like that. Subscribe to the podcast and hit the notifications button. That would be doing us a really big favor. Thank you very much. Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. How are you doing, Hector?
1: Doing good, man. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty good. We had a fun weekend, didn't we? We
1: had a stupid weekend, man. It was crazy. Yeah. There was so many people.
0: Yeah, it was great. And the, the uh, you know, we played two of our favorite Irish pubs. We played Meg O'Malley's and then yeah. O'Shea's. And O'Shea's was so good for a number of reasons. One was that it was the Respectables' 35th anniversary. Yeah. But also, it was raining cats and dogs, so everyone had to come inside. So, like, O'Shea's was just...
1: Jumping. Well, usually we play a chase, and the uh, and you know I mean, there's a good crowd in there, but the patio is always packed. You know they got the EDM stuff going out there, and the patio is always packed. But yeah, like you said, it started raining, so they all had to come inside. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Kind of had a captured audience there, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was good, man. And the Respectables had their 35th anniversary party. They had like you know front two four two and a bunch of other big bands playing and stuff. Yeah. And so
0: Straight Jacket played. Yeah, if you've been yeah, on this. Yeah. So uh, Violet um, Silhouette. Violet think?
1: Silhouette. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, um, yeah, there was a bunch of people that were uh, past guests that were that were playing.
0: Yeah, it was awesome, and yeah. I got to see a few of them, you know, come through. Yeah. And um, so Michael O'Malley, who's a he's a, a guy that I know, um, a great photographer. He, yeah. uh He was in there, and um, he got everyone on the table. Yeah, dude, that was crazy. And yeah. so he was he was like born in Ireland, right? But he's lived in America most of his life. But you know, if he has a couple of drinks, man, does he, he just turns on the Irish? The like Irish just comes out, man. Yeah, he was yeah, on the ta- yeah.
1: he had all these people on the table and everybody's and at one point there was like the hallway leading to the bathroom, somebody was filming it and they were all jumping up and down and had they had their hand up in the air like it was a rave or something. But it was yeah. us playing, so I don't I don't know. So I've th-
0: <laughs> I've come up with an idea for um small I don't know if it has to be a whole album, but like an EP, a Killbillies EP, which is just all like really dancey bass line tunes. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, because when I heard that, I was like, Okay, so that's what we sound like from the other room. Why don't we just do like a whole bunch of those, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. To have like a. So, if we really need to just get it jumping like party music, we yeah, can, man. you know?
1: Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that's the idea. And then, yeah, Meg's was cool too. It was just, it always is. It's, it's a fun always one for us.
1: packed there. Like, that place is always packed, and there was just a ton of people having a good time and dancing and acting a fool. And it yeah. was good, man. I like it.
0: Absolutely. I like but, it. Me and James did the Square Grouper, which is okay, but. Um, you know that that was one of the ones that suffered because of the weather. You know, yeah. 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 Kelly
1: and I walked over to uh, to Respectables after we all packed up and everything, and uh, went in there and did a little dancing and stuff. It was good, man. Um, Rod- Rodney was in there and he uh, jumped on the on the turntables there and was was uh, spinning some old school uh, Respectables music, man. Oh, wicked. Yeah, yeah, it took me back. It was good. Some like fun. An
0: electro and like goth and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, just some you know some old Bauhaus and stuff like that. It was good, man. It was good stuff. Yeah, a good you. Yeah, really good time.
0: Good signs, man. Well, we have uh, Connor and Anthony from uh, Subject to Change. How's it going, guys? Good, how's it hey.
1: going? Thanks for
0: having us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's our pleasure, man. I, I was listening to your uh, music online and it is really interesting. I think it's, you know, it's, I don't even know if you could put it in a box. It's kind of experimental and there's a lot going on, some great harmonies, all sorts of different instruments. It's really yeah. cool, man. Yeah. Well, thank you.
2: Thank you yeah. very much. How long have you guys been a band? We've been a band. Well, Anthony, my brother, and I have been playing together since we lived together in Orlando. We were going to UCF. My brother was going to Valencia, like the community college then. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. And that was probably eight or so years ago that we started doing that. Um, At the time, we were, like, really big into death metal and, like, shredding solos and, like, the European kind of, like, you know, just metal scenes. We were right in that area. Um, But after a while, we were just, like, let's throw some covers together. Let's, like, play for actually – Double-digit people when we go out yeah, and play, yeah. you know? <laughs> I, and I still money. Love, yeah, like I love metal still, but there's you know, it's, it's kind of like a niche genre sort of thing. So we just yeah. started like doing covers, like all the classic rock stuff that we grew up with. We had you know a keyboardist and drummer at the time, and nice. other guitars is all pretty good. So we were throwing those together. The three of us moved down here and kind of found two other guys, another guitarist and keyboardist. And we, who's the third? Third, um, my brother. Sorry, okay, he gotcha. he plays the drums for us, but um, okay. Uh, he, he still plays with us. He's back up in Orlando, but um, when we moved back here, we got another guitarist and keyboardist and started just playing three and four-hour cover shows around the area.
0: Who are those guys? Let's Shout them out.
2: There uh, We got Tony Urso. Yeah. Shout out to him, and then Ryan Cole. Okay. Um, he's out uh, near Puerto Rico, not at Puerto Rico. I forget the name of the island that okay. he's in, but um, he's studying to be a doctor now, but: Oh wow. So yeah, little. but um, I hope he's all right with all this weather. Yeah, I hope so. I, I didn't even think of that. I should, yeah, We yeah. should Team message him after this. There, Damn, yeah. yeah, That's actually serious. But, um, yeah, we should. We should, we should <laughs> <laughs> I saw his story on Instagram, so well, I, I think they're diced okay diced over a right there. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, if he's posting on Instagram, they have they, – they, he's okay. Yeah, um, yeah okay, cool. So, yeah, Sorry we, to worry you. <laughs> what were we talking about
0: um we were talking about um how you became a band and we had just got to the point where you moved down here
2: right so we moved down here we got tony and ryan we started playing cover shows four hour gigs things like that <clears throat> and then after a couple of years of that that's when we decided we wanted to just take a stab at writing our own stuff so we just nice. put out change the subject that's our first ep that's yeah. what you had heard on spotify that's, and
0: that's great we got to just you know take notice of the fact that the band's called subject to change and the album's called uh, the EP's called change the subject that's yeah. so funny i love that's that. it thank it's you cute, that's, <laughs> cute. <laughs> that's, kinda, that's what we go for you yeah, know yeah. kind
2: of like light non-serious sort of vibes yeah. subject to change and then you know the name is kind of how we try to treat the music too so we try not to It's not even that we don't try to, just sometimes we want to write a hard rock song, sometimes we want to write something funkier, sometimes something a little sadder and sappier (coughs) with a string section. So, you know, our sound is kind of subject to change, too, you could say. That's cool,
0: and and, and it definitely sounds like you guys know about music. You know, it's very musical, which is something I really like. Um, Did you uh, study music when you were growing up? This guy did. Oh yeah, tell <laughs> us all about it, Anthony. Yeah, I... Um, Start from right at the beginning.
3: Very sure, neat. so I... He uh, was born
2: at a very uh, young age. <laughs> 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 I, I
3: lived in Illinois for almost 20 years, and then I moved down to Florida to go to college in Orlando at UCF. Yeah. Uh, I studied classical guitar, got my bachelor's degree in classical guitar performance. Right on. And uh, with Connor, we, we made our band up there, and then moved down here, and... I mean, he's got perfect pitch and I have a degree, so yeah, it, it kind of makes uh, a dream team. Yeah, 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 that's cool. Uh, <laughs> and um, then we built a studio moving down here. Excellent, yeah. Uh, we built yeah. a studio and then... We'll get to that in like one second,
0: there. but I'm curious about um, when you were growing up, when you were a child, um, did you have supportive parents and when did you f- sort of find out that you were into music and stuff like that?
3: Yeah, uh, in my teens, going into high school, I was really into Metallica, and I love hearing the guitar solos, so I'm like, I gotta play guitar now, Uh, and started from there, after I graduated high school, I didn't really know what to do with myself, it was like, music degree, I was in the jazz band, I was in the the pit orchestra, things like that, Cool. got my music degree, and like an associate's degree, and then after that ended, it was like, what can I do, no a further music degree. Why not? Yeah, there I'll just you go. dig myself in deeper. I did the same thing. I did a music <laughs> degree too. Uh, you know yeah. what? I honestly wouldn't have changed it. No, um, yeah.
0: It gives you a little bit of time to kind of figure out how to do music for a living, you know? It just gives you a, it gives you a few years of studying what you like, but also being somewhere that you're not home and you can meet new people yeah. and kind of find yeah. your people, you know.
3: Yeah, I mean in my experience, I literally uprooted from my home to a brand new place, yeah, and like organically made a band. Made all my friends here, yeah. like so, you know, meeting Connor. It was literally like the metal club of UCF. Oh, yes, sick. it was. And that's we right. were like, "You play guitar. You play guitar. Let's make a band." Yeah, wicked. literally from there, the rest is we just played. He that's had a awesome. very
2: Anthony Kiedis haircut at the time. Oh my different. god, I could it was see that. The,
3: <laughs> The swoop. <laughs> well, you got the hair
0: for it. Thank you. Now you've got like a younger Anthony Kiedis haircut. <laughs> I just exactly. have to grow it out <laughs> even longer. That's awesome. <laughs> so, um, did you have uh, guitar lessons when you were a teenager?
3: I did. I took I took guitar lessons from a pretty um, pretty strict teacher, and okay. uh, he was like a jazz bassist. He was all about you know teaching. Um, Modes and functions of 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 um, scales and, and like tonality and all that. So Excellent. even before going into school, I had a grasp on on jazz music and and all that, uh, like just how, functionality of chords and things like that. that yeah, kind of give a backbone to understand, like being able to communicate about music. Yeah. Uh. So you know, I I I moved away from learning tabs I still learn to ta- use tabs today it's okay but uh I I quickly went away from tabs to lead sheet music doing yeah. uh the real book yeah uh, all the jazz standards things like that so yeah neat got the got the culture about it I learned to communicate about it and yeah um yeah I think that uh playing playing with a band is is communication in real time yeah so absolutely having all that backbone was really uh something that made this a special thing
0: yeah that's fantastic um so would you say that uh growing up um the the music that was around you like your parents and stuff like that influenced you when you were young like did they listen to anything
3: (laughs) most definitely um so my dad was straight rock and roll uh 60s 70s 80s In the 90s and 2000s, and uh, he would always have the rock and roll channel playing. So I got all of those bands from Heart to Led Zeppelin to Blue Oyster Cult, Billy Joel, things like that. Yeah, sure. All of the bands. And um, I think putting it in terms of our band, you know, we mesh a lot of all these styles together and make it into like an accessible thing. So absolutely. the the brian sets are mixing with the pink floyd flavors in our songs are are very evident yeah absolutely yeah
0: yeah so um when did you decide to pick up an instrument how did that all happen
2: a couple weeks ago oh nice (laughs) midlife crisis (laughs) um i mean when i was like 10 years old is when i got my first guitar i just i just felt like it was the right thing to do kind of a thing i tried to mess around and like learn it myself for like two months before you kind of figure out you can't really do that but that was before YouTube took off too sure. you know it was like right before um so I was 10 years old I picked up guitar liked it a whole lot liked writing a whole lot so it's probably 17 or so when I got Logic Pro and started messing around with mixing and things yeah. like that um and then in my early 20s I just went a little nuts I bought a flute a violin and a saxophone and I suck at all three of them right, <laughs> um, so nice, yeah I like ornaments there Exactly, no, <laughs> I show them on dates and things like that, of right. course It looks really cool and at and home and like, they're right. really good. Let me show you the guitar <laughs> though, let me play something on the guitar According for to you.
0: American Pie, you can do all sorts of things with a flute
2: <laughs> So they say <laughs> um, So yeah, I was really young at the time And then in like, high school, college and all that I'd Always like getting my friends together with, for like, bands and like trying to play at birthday parties and So it started at a young age for sure Oh, yeah. cool
0: Yeah, Wicked, Did your, were your parents into music? No Right, right.
2: Well, my dad hated music. Like, he, and he didn't hate music, but he just—I don't think he likes it at all. Yeah. Like, he doesn't really listen to it. He always. It is
0: quite rare when you find someone that actively dislikes music. But
2: yeah, yeah exactly. No, yeah. He, he, there was one when we were growing up. There was one CD, and it was ap- no Use Your Illusion by Guns N' Roses. That's the only CD he would play in the car growing up. Right. And then my mom was the exact opposite. She has like every record that made, and some that haven't been made yet and um (laughs) she just yeah she listens to everything and she probably would take credit for like me liking music a lot because she has this story she'd always tell i was like two years old or one year old crying in the back seat and i wouldn't shut up and she turns on the radio and godzilla by blue oyster cult comes on and i stopped crying so that's when we knew that's when we we knew right there yeah yeah so yeah a lot a lot from the parents yeah for sure mom anyway
0: that's awesome, man. Um, so you guys started talking about it a little bit there. I'm really curious about this uh, home studio that you have hidden away behind a FedEx on Singer Island. What's, what's going on with that?
2: <laughs> so, yeah, long story. Um, but um, my grandfather's had a shop kind of like that, too. It's like a pack and ship on uh, in Jupiter, yeah. really close to a square grouper, actually. Um, okay. But, um, yeah, he's had a shop like that for 20 years. I was working sales in college when he called me and said that another shop like mine is for sale if you were thinking about taking a route like that and I didn't really I didn't have a passion for packing and shipping really but it was yeah. a good opportunity to really kind of have has my a own passion
0: spot. for packing and shipping
2: by circumstance, not when they're like born. You know, it turns into that with age. But um, I love packing peanuts. I just exactly. want to put that in there. I do, in all
0: fairness, I do like sending stuff. That's not true. Yeah. It's quite fun.
2: Well, it's you know with any, with any kind of job, you know, like I'll be I'll see like someone's like discarded boxes and be like, oh, is that like a is that double corrugated? That's a nice look at that box right. So. Interesting
0: story. My my school took us to a cardboard factory once and it was fascinating. They were telling us all about how to make like really strong structures with it and everything and how versatile cardboard is and everything. <laughs> There's no way I thought going to a cardboard factory yeah. would be interesting at all, but it turned out it was. Yeah, so, everything's
2: yeah. interesting like when you kind of zoom in on it. Yeah, that's a Simpsons episode. Did that really happen? or you Yeah, just
0: <laughs> that really happened. Mrs. Hawkins, my science teacher, took us there.
2: Okay, yeah,
0: yeah 100% happened. Yeah, you went to school work since then. I have no idea. She, maybe she got the idea from the Simpsons episode. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a Simpsons episode about that.
2: No, yeah, they go to the box factory. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, no, it <laughs> totally <laughs> happened. I swear to God. <laughs> okay. Yeah, dude, the Simpsons always—they always did it first. Yeah, you know? mayb-
0: maybe Mrs. Hawkins watched the Watched the. Sim- There's all sorts of weird conspiracies about the Simpsons. Maybe this is like another one of that. Sure. One. Yeah,
2: it runs deep. Goes all the way to the public schools, man. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but um, yeah. So what's going on with the studio then?
2: Yes. So grandfather told me shop was opening up I went in on it with them so I was running the shop and I still do by myself so it's just me all there all day I close at 5:30 and then um there's this back office and it was just filled with cardboard boxes and it was just a poor allocation of rent so we just kind of moved all that to the front and then we gutted that room and turned it into a uh, kind of like you know just all foamed up all studio it's yeah. got one of those wooden diffusers in it you know oh, that cool. you see like the skyline diffusers um nice. and yeah so we just turned it into a recording room that's where we do all our stuff. We record everything from the vocals to drums there. Uh, we outfitted our computer with a whole lot of like East West Symphonic plugins and just nice. a cool. whole bunch of, you know, like Waves plugins and all that. So we just yeah. kind of.
0: I don't really know much about East West Symphonic plugins. What's going on with that?
2: They are one of the standards for kind of like orchestral scoring. So like. Oh, wow. um, I mean, for just from what I've read, like Hans Zimmerl used it to compose scores. I know Zeds used it to compose scores. Right. Um, Moby would use it sometimes. They're right. really just high quality samples, and you you know get what you pay for when you get them. Gotcha. Um, just they have an, an orchestral strings library, brass library, woodwinds right. library, percussion. Uh, they have one called Storm Drum that's all ethnic percussion. They have one called Raw that's all you know ethnic and per- um, exotic um, instruments. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah we we just outfitted our computer like crazy and it was just our you know laboratory I probably didn't go outside for 3 years after we built that room and computer wow, and we just yeah, yeah. made songs and we like just made scores and just so yeah you were telling me
0: earlier about uh, you you did some scores for some Movies on Amazon, some horror movies. Is that right?
2: Yeah, horror movies. That's a good way to put it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> they're horrible to watch. <laughs> no, yeah. Um. Yo, you, know, you got to start somewhere. You know. Oh, I'm really so, curious.
0: <laughs> I got to check this stuff out, man. I, I really, really got it. Yeah. I, you, can you throw a name out there, or are you want to tell me after? <laughs>
2: I'll tell you after, just because I've, you know, I've said words about it. Oh gosh. Gotcha. So <laughs> I don't want to say the name now. I'm like, what did he say about yeah, it? Yeah,
0: I see. I hear you. That's yeah, fair, no. That's so, fair. Yeah,
2: you know, you know, I'll make them available. But yeah, they're just like be. I think everyone's kind of seen it like the just first, you know, someone first horror movie, you know, it's like, some, yeah. like a studio was just coming out of the gates, making yeah. horror movies. And they're doing cool things now. So I don't mean to talk bad, like disparage, yeah, is yeah. fun stuff, but like they're doing festivals and things. But they were just getting off the ground and they were looking for musicians. Um, and I just happened to when I worked sales, one of the coworkers was the brother of the guy starting this movie studio. And he posted an Instagram post. So I just hit him up like, dude, I just built this and just sent him pictures of our stuff. And he's like, that's really cool. Um, yeah. My brother will hit you up. He wanted. He gave me a little test, which was basically he gave me a scene from Insidious, the horror movie, yeah. and said recreate that score. So I just spent a weekend at the studio trying to recreate. I was alone at the studio, mind you, at like eight nine o'clock p.m. So I'm alone in the dark at my studio, watching the that's same the clip worst, of Insidious man. over oh, and yeah, over yeah, again, yeah, like, like actually worst. tearing up because I'm so freaked out. But it's yeah, like yeah, there yeah. was a deadline.
1: Now, did you have to? Did you when well, you said recreate? Did you did you have to like like make it the same or did you have to like create your own version of what you thought it would be for a for a score for that scene
2: i interpreted it as the latter that you said i tried gotcha. to recreate from scratch the score that was already the gotcha. score so i just tried to recreate that gotcha. original gotcha. score to the best yeah. that i could so cool. but yeah that worked for him so i made like four or five movies with him um you know what one that was a. Uh, the first one, The Invited, I like a lot because it was their first movie. It was my time scoring a movie. And while you can kind of tell that in the ways that are like obviously novice, obviously green, it's also just like the effort that went into it on everyone's part. You can, you know, you could tell there was a whole lot of hard work and passion yeah. in it. Even heart, even if someone's it? obvious, even if it looked like maybe Steven Spielberg's first try ever at making a movie, like <laughs> it also showed how, you know. It also showed how much they wanted to do it, and showed yeah. how much I wanted to do it, and I feel like that shows too. So I'm it's so the curious
0: about that whole world. I, I really want to get my feet wet in that in that arena. So yeah, I don't know. Afterwards, maybe I'm just going to be like, so how do I? Who can I email? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really <laughs> curious about doing some of that.
2: It's yeah. It's I really liked doing it. I stopped for a little while because I was burnt on it, but um, I want to do it again. Yeah, and that's, it seems like kind of.
0: I imagine it's quite time consuming.
2: Yes, it's very it's it's very time consuming. Each. Yeah. Whenever they gave me a project, I think I did, like, five of them in two years, and it would just be three months of just not going home, basically. I'd work from 8.30 to 5.30 and compose or score or make weird sounds because it's a horror movie. I'd do that from, like, 5.30 to 9 and then repeat. So, yeah, definitely exhausting. And after after five movies with them, I guess, um, you know, they were building up a little bit, and they were looking elsewhere. I didn't hit them up for any projects, so it just kind of drifted apart that way. And I was like, great, fine, give me a minute. But um, it was also just you listen to horror movies and you listen to the tones that they make, and it's like I could do this. I take a violin bow against a ride cymbal, done. Yeah. But like it's it's complex in its own right, you know. Like, yeah. Kind of what we're talking sure. about. Everything's interesting when you really zoom in on it, and that's the case. With but that, this too. was the
1: score, right? This was the music. You said at one point, um, you you said something about sounds, so you weren't doing like any like fully like sound effects or anything like that necessarily.
2: We were doing all music, but some of like horror is kind of sound like effects a little bit. So, yeah. Right, no,
1: no, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so okay. we
2: like we actually made a little like a box. We just made a box with a hollow inside so it had acoustics, drilled some holes in it. We put rulers on the side so you get like creepy little thump sounds. Oh cool. You drag a violin bow across a metal ribbon that was on the top of it. That's there were awesome. pickups inside of it. So it sounds so fun. It, yeah, it was a good playground of a time kind of time. But yeah. um but then you know. Yeah, I, I just got burnt out after a while, and then um, I get that. I get. I totally <laughs> get that.
0: You can't, you know, anything. You do it for long enough, and it starts to get become work. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: but I want to do it again, but kind of go back to more orchestral stuff because that's really, you know, definitely arranging and composing is more my forte than sound design. So yeah. that's, if I do it again, I would do that probably.
0: So you've never done any formal training, music wise? It just, or have you? I can't remember.
2: I never. Other than like some guitar lessons growing up, is just pretty much you know just self-discovery kind of listen to everything I can and figure out what they're doing and you know just build up the library of techniques and build up the library of you know musical ability and
0: when did you realize you had perfect pitch
2: (laughs) so it was actually I thought everyone did I thought it was like you know (laughs) this this cloth is black that screen is green that note is B you know I thought it was like that but like um, I was actually my friend was over and he was just playing around on a keyboard and I don't even remember the conversation, but he played some sort of thing in B minor, and I just noted that he was in B minor. And he was yeah, just like, yeah. how, did, how do you know I'm in B minor? And I just said, because you were playing in it. Yeah, and he, yeah, was, yeah. he was confused because, how did I do it? And I was confused because, what are you talking about? Um, so that's actually how I found out. I thought everyone, I thought it was a normal thing before. Yeah,
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I, d- I definitely don't, but it's like... Close, you know, yeah, like I'm if you like find the root note, have it, yeah, yeah. And some days I have it, and some days I it's like some days I've, I'll know, you know, I'll just hear something, I'll know what note is, and other days I'm way off. So, yeah, it's just kind of I don't know, subject to change.
2: <laughs> there you go. I think probably <laughs> well a lot said. of <laughs> some people can identify like one or two notes too, but otherwise yeah. they confuse it like with the fifth or something, like yeah. a close ho- overtone. But
0: yeah, my relative pitch is very good, but yeah, my. Per- I wish I had perfect. I'm so jealous. <laughs> 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 it's, <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's all right. Tell me about
2: it. It's a crutch just as much as because I, I don't know. I kind of wish I would love to study something more formally a little bit too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I got him for. He well, gets met,
3: He does the uh, in in music. You have if it's a, a G sharp. You have it's also an A flat. They're called enharmonic equivalents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Connor will say the note name that he hears. So he'll say, "Be you know G flat." Well we don't have a G flat. So I'm like my school. Oh yeah. Structure. Yeah. I'm like Connor it's an if it or like or a sharp. Walks like a duck talks sharp, right? Yeah, yeah, It's not a G flat. Walks <laughs> like a duck. <laughs> like, Stop it. Swims
2: like a duck, walks like a duck, it's a G sharp. It's exactly. Uh, that. That. <laughs> the other one that gets me too is um makes me so mad is um I really want woodwind players and blast brass players to just tune to orchestral C. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Why does the orche- why does the why does the composer have to know Six different oh, keys. it's stupid, and just, I know. I don't it is know. stupid. I he know. can tell you why it's a great idea. Well, it, it? <laughs> I mean, it's surely
0: the only good reason is so it fits on the... D- Lines better. Exactly. I it's
3: don't just writing.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I played uh, alto yeah. alto, sax, alto sax growing up in uh, elementary school, and uh, what was that E flat? Yeah. flat. Exactly. E flat. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Just
2: just call the note a different name. Job yeah. done. I and, know. Yeah.
1: But, <laughs> and now as a bass player, I'm like E flat. It's not even on here. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's <laughs> when I, I remember I was in. Seventh... This only goes down to E. What's <laughs> going on? <laughs> I was in seventh
2: grade, and my friend played a clarinet piece in A minor, and I was like, "That was an A minor, dude." And he was like, "Yeah, it was," and I was baffled. So, yeah. So that that's my other gripe. I don't know. Apparently, it's a grade. It's a, a great idea. It is but, uh,
0: literally just so that it fits on the five lines better. That's the only reason they do it. that.
2: And like yeah. overtones. Well, it's twenty twenty two. You plug really in, you put the orchestral writing. score in, and it spits it out in whatever flat or sharp tuning you need for that instrument. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't have as much right to complain these days, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, um, I thought it was stupid as well. I'm with you on that one.
2: Um, <laughs> the nihilist composer.
3: Connor, too, anyone. It <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, you got this amazing studio, and you've been. At, um, which I am dying to take a look at So one day dude, you got to let me come around And take a look It sounds really cool Absolutely please. Yeah, I just love doing it i so nosy It's unbelievable Yeah, <laughs> come right by it It's on Singer Island It's like 10 yeah. minutes from me. I used to live on Singer Island I used to live on oh, Tacoma no, no. Lane Then he was banned time, In uh, Palm no. Beach Shores
2: <laughs> <laughs> Okay yeah exactly I would have been right in Palm Beach Shores then yeah, That's yeah. sick Yeah, it was a good time. We actually
0: got kicked off Singer Island for making too much noise.
2: That sounds about right for Singer Island. Yeah. Yeah. There was this lady on
0: the. Yeah, there was this lady on the road. (laughs) It's the dream. (laughs) On the road, sort of like next to ours, and she was just. So at the beginning, she had a point, right? We were having parties, being a pain in the ass. But then we stopped because we had the police come around the house so many times. And she just still, at 11 p.m., she called the cops, whether we were making noise or not, just to get it to me, we'd have to go to court, you know? Oh, boy. And then, so yeah, yeah the, our poor landlady, who's a lovely lady, ended up having to go to court. On our behalf, because it was her house, and she was like, "Yeah, you can't live here
2: anymore." No, <laughs> go. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. No, that's just unfortunate. Yeah, no, that, I'm not, uh, You know, uh, I'm appalled, but not surprised. Yeah, so not <laughs> right, right. <Nice laughs> shocked. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's an older population over there.
1: We're uh are your packing ship.
2: It's right on like, so you if you've been on Singer Island, you go over that big blue Heron Bridge. You're going down the bridge. You're going straight. There's a mobile gas station. Then yeah. there's a tattoo shop, um, yeah. and I'm right next to the
1: tattoo shop. Okay. So we'll i be, right, be right there tomorrow morning. Yeah, Singer Island packet car. Ship. Yeah, yeah but, cool. Um,
0: there's that um, There's that place that – is it called something like Gator Foods or something? Uh, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, Greater Gator. Greater yeah, Gator. Yeah, 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 I get yeah.
2: two egg sandwiches from there every morning. <laughs> yeah,
0: so, there you <laughs> go. I used to love going in there. They do good, uh, like, butterfly uh, – uh, steaks in there, pork steaks in there. he used to always yeah, barbecue them up. But this has nothing to do with music. So yeah, we got away. <laughs> let's find ourselves back on course. So, um, is everything that you've done self recorded? Yes.
3: 100% homegrown, yeah. grass fed, farm to non GMO <laughs> rock and roll. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yes. And
0: it's all been done in this studio.
3: Yeah. yeah. Yes.
0: We. So there's not Record. been any recording that went on when in the Orlando version of the band?
2: Right? No, not at that time. We were just strictly doing covers. It was, right. all, um, it was all here that we kind of wrote the originals. And, yeah, we recorded it all, mixed it all, and then we threw it out to one of the um, – uh, we just got it mastered with AI because, you know, we'll get a mastered, it Landon? mastered later.
0: Did you do yeah. that? I, I found a website with, that does that, and I was messing around with it. Um, didn't do a bad job, actually. It was, it was pretty interesting. I can't remember what it was called, but um, how how did you do it?
2: Yeah, that was the same idea. It was called Lander, L-A-N-D-R. Um, same idea, AI mastering. Yeah, I think that's went on. Yeah, Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's for, for, it was like two years ago, there was like every other sponsored ad on YouTube for me. So okay, but gotcha. I imagine it's the same for everyone else who yeah, does yeah. recording. Um, but yeah, I just threw one of our mixes onto there and the same idea is just like, sounds pretty good to me and um they let you do like a free demo before you signed on so you know i did the car test and the headphone test and the 90s speaker computer speaker test (laughs) sounded pretty good across all of them which the mix didn't so yeah i figured i could spend 200 on a master for two percent better of a result but for now this is what we want to do and then they also do like distribution options as well so we just kind of do all that with one service makes things easy
0: yeah for sure we're currently shopping the mastering around a little bit. I don't know what we're going to go with but we've got some pretty good uh, people. The guy who um, I was in this band called No Name Scar Band. It's still a thing but we've stopped gigging for a while Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, we got our stuff done by this guy in Texas so maybe we'll go with him. I'm not sure. So the problem I have is not Mastering it myself in the sense that when I'm mixing, I always have such a temptation to put stuff on the master output, you know, like kind of make it better, mess around with a multi on there and everything, and yeah. And, but then I get it so close to being basically mastered that when I send it to to a mastering engineer, they're like, "What do you want me to do with <laughs> this? Suck zero dB, you know." So, so I'm not going to do that this time, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna desperately try not to completely g- compress it to death before I send it to the master.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just. I save the time, give it to someone or an yeah. AI in this case that knows what they're doing with it. Yeah, I've also heard so. that you're not like, aren't you like not supposed to master something you mixed because you just have bias from listening to the same yeah, thing? It makes total sense. Yeah, I've yeah. heard, I couldn't source it, but I've heard that you're like not supposed to do that, I guess. But well, it uh, makes
0: sense. Yeah, yeah I mean. You definitely Absolutely.
2: develop those biases after a while.
0: For sure. Yeah, yeah. I was even wondering whether I should mix my, my own record for that very reason. You but mix- but I, the thing is, though, there's some weird things about our band. We, we use feet drums. And so when it comes to the recording, trying to figure out what to do with percussion is the big hurdle. It's like, do we just put a drum kit on it and screw it? Or do we kind of try and emulate the feet drums? We'd started off mm-hmm. putting a drum kit on it weren't really happy it sounded too big it doesn't sound like us anymore yeah too so much of it, a shuffle and everything yeah. on there so we went back to uh just having the kick and the snare and um what i ended up doing was um hector's son originally recorded the drums i sampled his kick and his snare and and i and i turned so i turned his his bass into midi and and then i and so every time he hits the bass i got like a little midi note and i'm just making that the kick okay and then and then for the snare um I'm, I turn my guitar into MIDI, and I'm just finding the upstrokes of when I do that on the thing, and I'm using that as the snare point. Okay, uh, so you down, up, down, up, down. Yeah, up, down, so it's yeah. not yeah, 100% quantized, so it's not, like, flattened out to death, you know? <laughs> still got the swing of the natural swing of the band. Nice. But it, yeah, so, but it sounds tight at the same time. It actually worked really well. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah.
2: way to do it, kind of, yeah. like, have a MIDI um, trigger, I guess, Yeah, right there. Yeah. And I know that, you
0: know, a lot of people will turn their nose up with that kind of thing, um, and I get why, but... um I think in our case, it works because it literally is just two drum sounds. It's not like it's not like we have a fake kit. We just got a, a kick and a snare, you know. That's, yeah. that's and
1: that's it. all we have live anyway. So I mean, it's that sounds just like when we play live. So.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's totally justifiable even to the most like bare bones person yeah. when it comes to yeah. that.
0: I would say so. I'm sure people, you know, now I've. That out into the universe, and sure, someone will have a problem with it. But
2: (laughs) Uh, but it's any consolation we play with backing tracks and a whole bunch of layered synths, so they're gonna come for us first. (laughs) We're the (laughs) canary, we'll let you know when it's time to scale back.
0: (laughs) That's cool. How do you uh, so do you guys play with um earpieces in and stuff?
2: Yeah, exactly. We have a um, we have like a simplified version because it's thousands of dollars to do it where every member of the band gets their own mixer, but we have um, we have one track. That's uh, split left and right. Left side has the click track. Right side has the backing track. So the right. left side, the click, goes just to our ears. Uh, the right side, which is the backing track, goes to the house speakers and our ears. Okay. So um, that's cool. Yeah. That way we get the click. That way we get to play with backing tracks because some of our songs, as you heard, they start with like whole, like violin quartets. Yeah. yeah. Or like they start with they start with synth and it's just like.
0: And this is all from those amazing samples you downloaded you you you, you built it did you did you actually have strings people come in or did you sort of put it together yourself
2: Yeah we arranged it with those east west samples I was talking yeah, about yeah, so yeah. yeah we used the orchestral strings I know we had like french horns in on that one and we had right. an oboe on that one nice. so like Yeah wicked Yeah we're we're no we 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 took the opposite approach. We dove right in with yeah. the technology. It's 2022. Yeah, you know? why not? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Being a purist is so 90s when it comes <laughs> to like, trails <laughs> and things like that. A couple
3: of the songs we did record, uh, the trumpet and then the saxophone. That's right, we so did. So we do have a little bit of the analog in there. But, okay. Uh,
2: it's also... Um, our, the samples that we got are like orchestral samples. So, yeah. if we're trying to do like a, a ska deal or a funk deal, you can't yeah. use like an orchestral trombone sample because there's too much reverb and it's too, there's no bass in it, you know? Sure, so, like, yeah, yeah. So there's certain things we would love to get some studio guys in for, especially like our newer songs are well, very I much play more. play pretty
0: well, so let me
4: know.
2: Oh, word. Yeah. <laughs> and you want it to come by? All right. Two birds with one stone. Yeah, snow. there yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, our new, like, um, again subject to change like our first set of songs is very much on the rock and roll side of things you know we had some harder some softer but it's all like rock yeah and like i don't know if you guys get this but i freaking hate like if i wrote something i hate it two years later you know what i'm like yeah i like i if i if every I, now and
0: again, every now and again there'll be something that stands the test of time with me but like yeah it's definitely many tunes in the you know what 10 years apart i get into it again but like okay. two okay. years later yeah i totally agree. i think yeah. it's
1: got to be I don't think it's so much that you hate it. You probably just get tired of it, and you—I mean, you think no, you, you I think, hate it. <laughs> hate you? No, I think you. I think you think you hate it. <laughs> you know what? It might be.
2: Maybe this is why we have it in common. Is because we've mixed them. That's okay. yeah, so we've I'm listened to them five hundred times yeah, by the exactly. time it's an yeah. actual song. So that's yeah. probably something. It's like
0: learning it. a really difficult piece of music. You know, by the time you can play it, you're like, I want to play this piece of music so much. I love it. I love it. By the time you can play, it, you hate it. Yeah, <laughs> no, it so exactly. I know every every that. guitar solo yeah. ever thrown <laughs> up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. I'm I'm really looking forward Do you have a drum kit set up in there?
2: Yeah, my brother's. Well, it's not set up in there now. We have it aside because it takes up a lot of space. But yeah, we do have like a drum set that my brother sets up records with. Yeah, so.
0: cool. So at one point, I imagine you were thinking that, you know, that, that would, would maybe be a career is like doing scores and things and going that route. Was that kind of like what you were planning on doing? And and then you just sort of like scaled it back because you got kind of done in with it a little bit. Or?
2: A little bit. I kind of feel like we, but like I'm very much in the kind of discovery phase still with that whole thing. Gotcha. Um, I really like playing. I, I really like composing a whole lot. It's one of my favorite things to do with like my spare time. But uh, yeah. I like to be in a band, too. Yeah. and that has an expiration date you know what i mean you can't it's, it's hard to be in like your 50s 60s playing out at the propaganda or O'Shea's or places like that—you don't want to do that well, yeah. you're in, like, easy buddy. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm> saying,
1: <laughs> I play every weekend, man. I'm turning uh, 51 in December. So. Oh, my, my hats off <laughs> to <teed>. you. <laughs> that's, that's though.
0: Please don't tell. Yeah, like, we got to drop that in case Hector leaves the band. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Ben's panicking now. Oh Damn it! You told him he's old. He's out of the band now. We
2: talked before the show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll cut that. Post. <laughs> no, I didn't mean. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. I I'm like, so offended like whereas no. i don't know like <laughs> when i'm a, you know if i make it to the grand old age of 50 i'm i'm already a homebody so that's right. what i'm gonna want to sit down gotcha. compose yeah things like that i'll be that much better of a songwriter. so like yeah, i'm doing fair. this because it feels now okay you know what i mean yeah that's fair and uh, I, I like what we do my life
1: was the opposite though i did i did a lot of like home recording stuff and like you know garage bandy kind of things whatever you know through my 20s and 30s and and Probably in the beginning of my 40s, but um, and it wasn't until my 40s that I really started gigging out. And like I said earlier, I was uh, in the the Nirvana tribute band with Justin and stuff, and so right. that's, that's really sick. when I just was really starting to play like big shows and having good time and gigging and all that stuff. And like I, I, I mean, I, this is probably the first real true working band that the Killbillies that that I've been in my whole life. I mean, I've I've been in a working band, but it, you know, working was more like a uh, you know. A, Three gigs a month, four gigs a month. You know, <laughs> yeah, like I'm yeah. doing two, three gigs every weekend now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? that's pretty so, serious. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. And the um, it, talking of being a working band, um, there was a guy up at Mega O'Malley's this weekend that really made us feel like working girls. We were on stage and he just started throwing like <laughs> handfuls of dollar <laughs> bills at us. Yes, <laughs> yes. there he <laughs> is. Yes, that is never. Never happened to me I've never like had been. I've never been rained on before yeah. <laughs> is, it must have felt good <laughs> it And then I took yeah. off my pants and it got weird oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: not what he what That's not what I I he, that's wanted. That's not he wanted That's what I thought I mean I thought I was you know This is what I've going, learned sir You can't
0: go to the bar with like a $10 bill and like exchanging it for for, for singles and then coming over and going It was really funny <laughs> <laughs> It could have been worse He could have
2: been throwing quarters at us this yeah, <laughs> Exactly <laughs> He didn't gotta make gotta it hail gotta love those guys You gotta wonder like because I think everyone's had that experience where, like, they look in their tip bucket and there's, like, a 50 in there. And it's yeah. like, yeah. is that guy, like, gone? Should I give this back? Is this yeah. like,
1: is it- What I- about the lady that, that came up? Did you see her? She came up. She reached in her purse until she came up. And she was just about to put a, I think it was a, a 20 or something in there. And she was just about to put it in, and she was like, "Oh yeah." Then she, she like she like reacted. She like I think she looked at it and realized it was a twenty-one, a 20. <gasps> and like turned around and went back to her first and came back with like a five or a ten. I don't even think she came back. No, she did, but oh, it was okay. like a five or a ten, and I was oh, like, right. "Oh, that's, that's lame. lame. <laughs> that's a little
2: rough." Yeah, yeah. It's okay. They're not twenty good. They're like five good. I've been a hundred
0: dollar bill twice. One time it happened at um, Double Roads. Um, and once he took his pants back, back, off. See? We're back <laughs> and then we're back to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that was, it's always been awesome when you get a $100 bill. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so it's something um, that sort of leading from what we were just talking about. Um, I know that uh, something that you were interested in kind of discussing a little bit is will analog instruments become obsolete in the future? Yeah. A- and,. Um, You know, know, Radiohead, one of the guys, I think it was um, Johnny Greenwood, when someone was asking him a relatively similar question, he said, you know, guitar music in general is, and this was in the 90s, guitar music was already antiquated in the 90s. And so it's like people, in my opinion, it won't become completely obsolete because it's more or less been obsolete for a really long time already. And and what what it is now is essentially just a niche thing that people kind of enjoy, so they want to keep around. Okay. You know what I mean? I think the idea of guitar music being cutting edge ha- hasn't been a thing for a really long time. Oh, for probably, sure. probably since the early '80s.
2: I I didn't know about the Radiohead interview you said there, but even um, I remember one criticism. I couldn't I couldn't get specific, but I guess one of like a like a tabloid when the Beatles were first coming around said guitar music is done.
0: So. Yeah. No, but that's it. That's what I mean. So I suppose I suppose it yeah, that would be my opinion is that it, it in in terms of it being groundbreaking, yeah. it is already obsolete and has been yeah. forever. Well. Um but that it doesn't really matter because people still like it. I suppose the question is how long will people still like it? That's know? a good
2: way of putting. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like especially it seems like um how do I put this? Uh the, the top forty there's less and less analog music probably. Yeah, but club scenes are kind of—they're very vibrant with pop punk bands and like four-piece, four-chord bands and like yeah, like bands that you know, bands that sound were really popular twenty, thirty years ago. Yeah.
0: So yeah, exactly.
2: They'll always be present there. And then, um, kind of like what you guys were talking about, there's almost like if you play an instrument, there's almost like it almost makes things more convenient. Like if you need to produce a drum and a snare sound that work with your bass and guitar, you know. Yeah. So, For some players, it might be, like players' players, it might be like a convenience thing. It might be you could record without instruments, but it might be easier to do so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What I'm wondering about is because I mean electronic music has even been around for a really long time now too. Mm-hmm. It's like what is is there anything after that? Like and what would it be? You know? Would it be a return to some the, kind of grassroots situation the, or like the, the you the know. guitar is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean you, you can there's all these things that make AI music now is that where we're headed just we don't even make it anymore, you know? I mean maybe.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. No, I don't that, know. I I have a hard time with that. Maybe someday very very far. That's I don't know. You I've seen like, you know, like a suggested Facebook post where an AI makes a score and it sounds just like a Mozart thing, but that might be where I agree with you. is like it sounds just like a
1: Mozart thing. You know, there's no yeah. like ingenuity to it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, the whole so. the whole AI thing is, is very um is very touchy with me. Um, I know because you know, you're Well, well, well I'm too. an artist, and so there's all these AIs now that are creating art. You know, you basically plug in a few. You know, I, I want uh, oh, Dolly. You, you know, yeah, 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 Dolly. yeah, yeah. I want a, a guitar Pro-Bans. with a unicorn on a mountain, and suddenly you have this gorgeous painting that looks like like a Rembrandt painted it. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, you know, is is there a place for that? Yes, I, I don't. I don't dismiss it. And I don't discount it. I think there's a place for it. I think it's genius, and I think the people that invented it and, and code it and program it are absolutely geniuses. That being said, I think there is a place for it. I think that you know traditional art and in this case traditional music you know written by actual human beings there will always be a place for that because there's you you cannot I don't care how sophisticated the AI gets you cannot replace the human element I mean there's. I suppose the human element is
0: the piece that we're looking for in it there's heart and and soul if you take that out of it it's like what even is it right yeah
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's heart and soul I mean when you look and and I I defer back to art being an artist you know when you look at a painting you know the, the the first thing that you know when you watch a movie and somebody's standing in a museum they're in front of a painting. The first thing they're doing is like, I wonder what the artist was thinking. Yeah. Well, yeah. if it's AI, he wasn't thinking anything, That <laughs> yeah. was he? Yeah. Well, I'm sure real art connoisseurs <laughs> like, could tell a difference between art and music are supposed to invoke an emotion and can. Can something artificial invoke an emotion? I, 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 you know, I, I bet would it argue can. That but can.
0: then it's like, it, in terms of communication between one between two human beings, which, in my opinion, is what you know, a lot one of the big factors. Beyond looking nice and invoking emotion, is about communication. Sure. And if there's not someone on the other end that's trying to communicate, right. then that's all, which holds all true missing.
1: for music as well yeah exactly you know? yeah yeah hundred no, percent because you're not making a connection with a human being you're making you know you, you know if you resonate with the song and the song wasn't made by a human, like I, I don't know what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: having a moment with a computer. Yeah.
1: I feel feel
2: like an art connoisseur, or in this case, a music connoisseur, could tell the difference, probably. You know, they could tell, even when you put aside the fact that Rembrandt wouldn't paint a guitar on a unicorn, they could probably tell his versus the AI. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not an art guy. I don't know that. But um, I think we got to put it to a real litmus test. And, like, remember the old commercials where it's like, Sir, did you know this isn't actually this is actually decaf coffee?
1: Right, right. Yeah. Like, sir, this this wasn't composed Pepsi, by Mozart. Blind. This was
2: composed by a computer. Yeah.
1: You don't say. Yeah, we so. should
0: do a uh, we should do a like. 561 Music in the Streets. One of those things where we go and like play stuff to people and see if they can tell. Oh my God, that would be amazing. You have Justin with a camera on his shoulder. We You're, should totally do that. Yeah. It's like yeah. the yeah. Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel things Kimmel, out Kimmel, on the yeah. street yeah. Hollywood, yeah. Yeah. but on <laughs> military <Yeah>. trail. <laughs> 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 the
3: trail. Oh man.
1: Take it All a step the characters. F- every take now and again,
0: like just some like random, like one dude. You, you've got to take like the, per- the one person that walks past every 20 minutes. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. take, take, it, take it a step yeah.
1: further, man. Jimmy Kimmel goes out there and he'll ask like a random question that everyone everyone should know the answer to and everybody gets it wrong. So that's what we do is we do like an AI Tune and we play it for people on the phone, and we we're like, "Could you tell us who this artist is?" You know, just oh, ask yeah. them, <laughs> and yeah. they're going to come up with everything from like the police to the Beatles to YouTube to whatever. It's like totally yeah. a Led Zeppelin song, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I remember. I saw that in concert. I saw that. I in heard concert. that one when they played yeah. it in a concert. I bet you.
0: There you go. I bet Let's ya. throw some people under the bus. Right, so right, they now come we, and burn now, the studio down. Now we need to do. It. Now
1: we need <laughs> so to do. Sounds like it. a plan. <laughs> so the
0: other thing that um, we thought it might be a bit fun to talk about is music. Based tattoos, <laughs> yeah. Music-based well, ink. So uh, I eventually, after much prompting, managed to guess what your amazing tattoo is. Why don't you tell us a little bit about <laughs> Thank it?
2: You. So yeah, it's a. Uh, a lot of it would be uncouth for me to show because it's on my back and you know can't pull the shirt off. But I've got um, you can kind of see it wraps around from the front, the left elbow to the right elbow. Uh, it's the first verse of "God Only Knows" by the Beach Boys. Yeah. Vocal uh, vocal melody to it. Yeah. So uh, that's what that is. I
0: I had to play that at someone's wedding once and uh, I love that song, it's beautiful.
2: Yeah, that's, if I, if like, gun to my head, favorite song of all time, that would be it. That's an impossible question to answer, but if I had to for my life, that's what I would say.
0: It's up there for Um, me too, it's a great song. So like, it
2: really, and we were kind of talking about it, but like, a lot of times you listen to music and you can tell where the song's inspiration came from, like you can tell where the influence was, but with that song specifically, I was like, where did it come from? It's yeah. got it's got some hokey like western clacks. It's got Mozart style.
4: Yeah.
0: That's the
2: word yeah, I'm looking harmony. for. Modulation?
3: Sure. Key, modulation. Change. Thank you. Key change. Thank you. Very Music. interesting
0: the way it moves it harmonically that song. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah so it I don't know. That it just blows me away as a song. Like yeah. I just it just blows me away. So it has I mean, a lot going tattooed tattooed for it on, for sure. Yeah, for it's sure. got a French
0: horn. It's actually making me make want Slave to go those. back and listen to it and, like, rip off the modulation and see if I can write something that's, like... <laughs> but <laughs> I bet you would end up sounding just like it, though. That's the problem. <laughs> like, I don't
2: know. Dude, when I
3: <laughs> his, his sense of tonality is just on another level. Yeah. Like if you tried Bad. to write
2: something like that, it would sound random. But yeah, like it right, just I don't yeah, know, yeah. it just goes down so smooth. It's like it's like yeah. an energy drink, 2000 ingredients, but it goes down so smooth, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Yeah. So that's what that is. That's my musical tattoo. And yeah, then also cool. I just like, you know, God only knows, it's a romance song, but I just kind of like to apply it to like all the people, you know. I I feel like we are a product of the relationships in our life. So God sure. only knows without what you'd be without, yeah. you know, maybe your family, maybe your friends, relationships, past or prior, if they were good. You know, like, God only knows what I'd be without my people kind of thing. Yeah. So it's yeah, got, like, man.
3: sentiment value, too.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. What's your musical tattoo?
3: So I have the Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon That's on a, my arm. I love
0: the way that the ends of the... the Splatter? Yeah, yeah, it's cool.
3: So the design is I want to get... uh this half of my arm is going to be the the bricks of the wall, so it splatters on the wall. Oh, nice! And then I want to do like another album right here. Yeah, I wanted to get uh, a sh- a pig, a sheep, and a dog. So you hate Pink Floyd then? <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> I, I, I the Dark Side of the Moon is the greatest album ever written. Yeah, I think, in my opinion, I w- I can yeah, we were about talking it. about
0: that Keeley Dark Side pedal. Yep. That's great that thing.
3: I think uh, all of my musical. Uh, serotonin hits happen throughout that album that's kind of something that I can start and finish um, and enjoy equally every single time yeah Um, evergreen evergreen yeah Yeah. it is it really is um, I I like the messages that they talk about in the music I love the uh, progression of it and then we were talking about three first two first three furs songs they yeah. have for me that whole album is one piece of music yeah it's just however many movements in yeah. the music it's all tied together tells uh, a story man it does yeah. it, it it definitely has some uh like the first one with the crying and the roller coaster it's totally birth uh and then um i always forgot the the one with the vocal solo is gig totally gig death great yeah. gig in the sky is totally death the act yeah. of dying uh and then from the money us and them is i think talking about materialism yeah. and then separation like a duality kind of a thing yeah. and then the brain damage is uh questioning reality and then the eclipse is just the nice little bow on top at the end yeah it's just so good um, absolutely
0: in terms of concept albums it's because it has a hugely broad scope
3: yeah, yeah, so that etheric kind of... I mean, it's, there's some straight rock songs. You got Money, it's a f- uh, 12 Bar Blues. Yeah. Uh, but then you have some weird but tonalities set, just in there. The, you get Time, mm-hmm. you get the like intro of Time. It's got all the weird noises. Uh, that definitely... Um, the kind of like spaciness of it really influenced a lot of just kind of where I evoke my music from. Yeah. Woke. I think the word is. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. That's... Awesome, you love it that much. And I I don't know why I said money's in six and seven, isn't it? do. <laughs> <five, laughs> <six. laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. It is really good. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's the, that's one of my I appreciate that so much when a song is like in an odd key signature, but it doesn't feel like it is, you know? Like when it's Absolutely. Oh, yeah. like when they just do it that way, Rush was always really good at that. Yeah, Rush was yeah. always really good at Genius
1: that. Genius at that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, man. So good. Limelight. You can't even tell ta- like
0: I was teaching you know, someone at limelight like an hour ago. Oh, no yeah, kidding. Yeah, yeah, well, so teaching one
2: of my students Limelight too oh cool it's awesome man it's how, old is, uh, how old is the student that's learning I Limelight I want
0: say he's uh, 16 15, 16
3: okay yeah he's a very very
0: good guitarist though not oh, easy to do trimmer. so
3: yeah. 16 that's pretty impressive
0: yeah there's some weird chords where you gotta like kind of partially bar like the thing uh, yeah yes. the the second <laughs> like
2: the minor 7 with. A, I know exactly what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> jazz <laughs>
0: yeah. chords <laughs> yeah um, yeah so uh, moving on with Music tattoos. That's, yes. Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about your uh,
1: your double bass on there? Um, it's not a cello. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Like I was I was telling the guys earlier. Um, I I just had the one tattoo for like forever, and then uh, you guys have been ever, like feels like weekly. You know, Peer pressure. Like weekly. There, I get you know the group text is like you know I you know James will send something, and then you'll send something, and then James will send. I'm like Jesus Christ. I'm like <laughs> you guys like getting crazy with the ink so then i i don't know man i i was like
0: like a huge tattoo here's the thing i've never like i've never i
1: just had the one i just had the one and it's my wedding anniversary right and so i haven't i hadn't gotten another one ever because in my head um i i i, I tend to over analyze and overthink everything and so any ideas i had for tattoos i was like well, what if I don't like that in a, in a year? Or yep. what if five years from now, you know, oh, an art-related tattoo? What if What if I'm not an artist in five years? Like, I always was just like, but I finally broke down and did this one just because, you know, I, I'm a bass player. I now am a double bass player. Um, and the way I see it is it's a part of me now. And whether or not I'm in Kill you know, and I'd like to believe I'll be in Kill for a mighty long time, but whether or mm-hmm. not I'm not in killabillies at some point, this was always a part of me. This will yeah. always be a part of me. So, yeah, exactly. So, I got it. I got it done. And now it's like a fucking fever, man. Like, now, now <laughs> I made an appointment with the guy. I don't even know what I want. I just know that he had an open appointment. So, I booked it. And I'll, and I'll figure out what I want <laughs> when I get Something. there. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it
2: sounds like the rest of the killbillies are rubbing off on you. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Damn it. We have that
1: way about us.
0: So, yeah, my one, I've got. I only have one music related tattoo. It's so a hurdy gurdy up here. Now this hurdy gurdy tattoo has, um, actually manifested into a real hurdy gurdy. What happened was I wanted one forever. I can never really afford one or justify buying one. And then says the man covering tattoos, but tattoos, whatever. Um, and, um, <laughs> and, uh, the, uh, and then Justin, who is usually here recording the podcast, we have Yaz recording it today. Thanks, Yaz. Very kind. Yaz. Shout out to Yaz. Um, but <laughs> Justin, who usually does it, um, heard me say that you know I've always wanted a hurdy gurdy, and he set up a GoFundMe thing and um, a bunch of people put money down to get me a hurdy-gurdy and <laughs> now it's coming. Yes. I ordered it from Poland Amazing. and it's being built. Yeah, that's a place to wow. order from, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It's yeah. like you
2: literally manifested it. Yeah, right. yeah. You it's said it, you spoke it and it came.
0: Yeah, it's super cool.
2: Why uh, a hurdy-gurdy?
0: Well, my uncle plays, Um, he doesn't play the hurdy-gurdy, but he plays in uh, a European folk band called uh, Blosabella and they're really, really awesome. It's like dance music but not like, not EDM. It's like, it's yeah. like, Traditional dance music. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. Super cool. It has a hurdy-gurdy player most of the time. I think right now they don't, but they always did. Okay. Um, and, you know, accordion and brass and everything. It's really cool. You'd really like it, I think, you know, especially if you're into kind of more interesting instruments and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's
2: actually um, one of our East-West samples has a, one of our sample packs has a hurdy-gurdy in it. It doesn't compare to the real thing, yeah. but it's there. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's cool, man. Yeah. And I
0: always wanted, I had this idea of having a hurdy-gurdy on the edge of, a cliff on the edge of the world with, like, water and animals going past it. And for years, I just did this bit, and then I kind of chickened out of the rest. But I've recently started doing the rest. So I've got the water and the sea animals now. Yeah. And I'm actually getting this guy colored in tomorrow morning at 11. So, wow. yeah. Nice. You know.
2: Like the waves, the water there? Yeah. Um, probably, okay. the, probably the octopus. Go- oh, dude, nice. Okay, yeah. that'll help me see the octopus. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Because you can't even really tell us an octopus right now. I thought he
2: was part of the wave, which is, you know, he's a... Predator and Prey, so he probably yeah. wants to blend in. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's you know what would be yeah. fun? It's like, um, so you know how like, all the guitar gods would do like some dramatic pose with the guitar? Yeah. Do with a hurdy-gurdy. There's That'd this guy. lit. There's this
0: guy called Nigel Eaton, who was the original hurdy-gurdy player with Brosabella. And if you Google him, there's a video of him playing with Page and Plant. And he's doing exactly that. He just really? has it strapped on, and he's rocking out on yeah. his <laughs> hurdy-gurdy. <laughs> nice. Super cool. It's yeah. uh-huh. I can't believe he got to play with Page and Plant. It's wild. Like you know, he's like in my uncle's band, and then he's like basically in Led Zeppelin. It's like no. Yeah, that's, it's it's
2: funny how it works. Like some people, it seems like everyone who plays music locally is like two degrees from a really famous person. Yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, yeah. Like without naming, like I, I played with the. um the son of a drummer from a really famous metal band that lives down south of here. Yeah, Cause yeah. Because he just plays music in the Oh, air.
0: yeah, yeah. Nickel McBrain, probably, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone knows him around here. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I used to
2: be in a band with Nickel McBrain. It's like Iron yeah, Maiden's yeah. sons. Like, yeah, there's... Yeah, I think yeah. Everyone, there's, everyone who plays locally has a story like that. There's a bunch yeah.
1: of... Uh, we've had a few of them on the podcast, but there's a, there's actually a, a a huge amount of, more probably than you even think or know about, of uh, really famous musicians um you know uh whether, whether they're famous in their own right or they're famous because of the band they were in or whatever but there's a lot of famous musicians down here in this in the like palm beach county miami yeah. dade broward
0: yeah we had dave spitz from um who was he had spent a short time in um in black sabbath, black come sabbath on with, yeah. podcast. That no was kidding
1: and then what was it? white white lion white stripe White Lion. I don't know. White Lion. White Lion. Yeah. White Lion. Yeah. He was in there. He was in that for a little bit. Yeah. He was in a bunch of bands. He's
0: an awesome dude. Still got the hair, you know. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. Got to. Absolutely. I reckon it's time we heard you play some music. How does that sound to you?
2: Sounds pretty good to me. Let's do it. it.
5: Shine. the trouble and strife come around every I can call you mine, I'll never be gone from your side So grab hold of my hand, I'll keep you tight when we turn the Feet on the ground, look around Keep a keen eye ahead of you We're closer to those better days Believe I'll be here for the good
1: guys so this week we have a a new sponsor um it's uh bach middle school of the arts and they're having an event called fall in love with bach uh bach middle school of the arts is uh inviting the community interested parents and prospective students to come and learn about and experience the unique arts program at bach msoa there's three different sessions to choose from and each one will highlight student performances as well as featured art areas in the -the state-of-the-art facilities that they have there they have three programs for this. This is on Saturday, October 8th. Um, the first program is Strings and Band. The second one is Dance, Visual Arts, Vocal, and Piano. And the third one is Communications and Theater. Uh, you can purchase tickets at msoaf.eventbrite.com. That's msoaf.eventbrite.com. And if you're watching instead of listening, I'll have that on the screen for you to uh, to follow. Um so yeah, check out uh check out Bach Middle School of the Arts and fall in love with Bach.
0: So many people I know, so many young musicians have uh that I've taught over the years have gone through Bach and it's a it's a great school. It's it really an is.
1: absolutely amazing school. My uh my daughter went there and uh and now she's moved on to uh to the high school of the arts and um it, it is an absolutely amazing program. Um, no doubt about it. My uh my sister does the uh She's the executive, uh, executive director of the foundation um, right. for Bach, you know, raising money for, uh, for you yeah. know, different instruments and programs and things like that. And I'm always trying to get involved and help them out with stuff. So this is going to be uh, an amazing night. So Saturday, October 8th, fall in love with Bach. 561
0: Music is brought to you by Handlebars Bar & Grill. It's a biker bar in Sequester. And if you're driving up US 1, you come across it on the right-hand side. It's a, a little bar there it's bright yellow you can't miss it with the handlebars on on the sign and it has a long and storied history it's been there used to be called judy's um and it was run by its guy victor who sadly passed this year rip victor and uh, then my father-in-law took it over and he's doing a great job up there there is a bike night every second thursday of the month and there is a jam every fourth Sunday of the month if you're interested in that kind of thing it's just an all-inclusive any any kind of music any style any ability type of a jam and there's great beers on tap and they're wonderful food Burnsy the chef does, does a fantastic job um, if you're interested in classic cars or classic bikes there's always that kind of stuff hanging around there it attracts that sort of a crowd because it's called Handlebars Bar and Grill so it makes sense and um, yeah you should come swing by it's uh it's definitely a local spot and has a lot of character and there's people who have been going there for decades and decades it's one of those places that's um a part of the furniture in sequester and you should definitely come check it out i um booked the music for the place and love doing it and um i was a part of helping set the place up and I'm um, i'm a huge fan and you should anyone who Is interested in biker bars, or even if you've just never been to one and you're curious about what a biker bar is about, should go and check out Handlebars Bar and Grill. We are also sponsored by Oasis Root. Now, Oasis Root Carver Bar is in Sea Grape Square on Indian Town Road, and it is a carver bar. If you don't know anything about carver, it's a Polynesian root that you grind up and you mix with water, and it has been in Polynesia for. Potentially thousands of years. It's a it's an old thing that um, they used for kind of ceremonial and also um, sort of ledger purposes. It, it's meant to be something where you know that brings people together. Um, you will take a, a shell of carver and chink them together and say bula and have it together like that. It's meant to be something to bring people together. It's uh, has a kind of an effect which is I guess a kind of a slightly warming effect. Uh, it just kind of makes you feel a, a, a nice. It's not particularly intoxicating it's not like drinking alcohol so the atmosphere in a carver bar is sort of like um a cross between a regular bar and uh, a coffee house it's pretty chill in there um you get all sorts of different types of carver bars some of them are more like a club you know there's sort of like black light and edm playing and some of them are more like a cafe this is one of the cafe type of ones it's It's super chill in there. If you're looking for somewhere to, I don't know, maybe go and do some work on your laptop or go and have a chat with friends, it's perfect for that kind of thing. There's a foosball table in there, if that's your jam, or baby foot, as they call it in France. And, uh, yeah, Jim, the owner, is a really cool guy, and he has very kindly sponsored our podcast. So thank you very, very much for that, Jim. They also do a poker night in there, all sorts of things going on at Oasis Route Carver Bar. 561 Music is brought to you by Live Music Community. It's the place that we're recording this podcast in right now. It is a school, but it's also a recording studio and a live streaming venue. And we can do all sorts of different things here. If you have any kind of project that you're trying to get off the ground, then we can film you and help you put together an EPK and record a demo for you. We can even record you know, full albums if, if you want. We have all the resources here. We have a green screen so you can do interesting music videos and stuff like that and some great equipment, some really nice Blackmagic cameras and proper recording equipment. But really the thrust of the place is that it is a school. So um, the main thing that we do is help young musicians from... You know, as young as five to really all the way through to adults, but we focus mainly on on the young people and we help them learn what it's like to be in a band. So we get them together and um, teach them all of... So individual lessons, but also in groups. And when we teach them in the groups, it's not just a question of, of teaching them how to play a whole load of covers. We help them learn how to write their own songs. We encourage them to make merchandise we teach them the things that could go wrong when they're at a a gig and all of the little things that you wouldn't necessarily think of that go into what it's like being in a band and how to be a band and how to be professional and it's great we've seen great success with these kids they play fantastically and i think not only is it a, a good thing to for people who want to be in a band just the life skills that go along with it in terms of working as a team and the courage to stand up in front of people to do something are invaluable and we you know we see these kids grow into amazing young adults we've had a, a wonderful time doing this and really enjoy it justin who runs the place justin hucker is a really inspirational Leader of of young people, I have to say, and and I I really enjoy seeing him work with them, and uh, I'm proud to be one of his members of staff. We have uh, it's um, Yaz and um, and me and and Justin and Mike Scott and Corey and Ryan are currently um, the members of the team, and we cover all the instruments. Um, a few of us are multi instrumentalists, and then we have Ryan who pretty much focuses directly on drums. We've got pretty much everything across the board when it comes to teaching you how to be in a band teaching you how to play your instrument and yeah so that's that's live music community come by and check us out we are at 9091 north military trail um number eight in palm beach gardens florida 33410 so if you're heading from west palm beach north on military trail you as soon as you Go past North Lake on your left. Just tuck into the first, uh, the first little plaza there on your left, and it's in the corner. Come and see us if you if you just want to come and have a look around. We're open from about two p.m. to about. It's, you know, about around eight or nine or um, most days of the week. And then there's usually someone hanging around here on, on weekends too. So anytime you want to swing by, just uh, come and see us. Uh, or if you want to give us a call, look us up online. Just write live music community and all of our details are there. The number is 561-951-6902. All right. Thank you very much. 561 Music is also brought to you by Kana Connections. It expands your business by connecting you to your target audience through strategic communications, media marketing, and public relations.
1: Yeah, this is a, a good friend of mine, Julie Kana has Kana Connections, and um, she has uh, she has uh, graciously uh, sponsored the episode, um, which is amazing. And you know, shout out to her for that. Um, but yeah, hit her up. She is uh, really good about uh, marketing and branding, and you know, and just coming up coming up with. Uh, with ways to get your your business out there, you know whether it's through social media or other outlets, um, she just has a really good way with uh, with doing that kind of thing.
0: Excellent, yeah. And you know we really appreciate it, Julie. You know like um, this thing couldn't run if we didn't have people sponsoring us. So thank you so much. And if yeah. there's anyone out there who needs uh, a little bit of help uh, focusing their focusing in on their target audience, um, yeah. you know get in touch.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, she's really good about that. She's really good about. Uh, you know getting your target audience and and doing your marketing and thing and that sort of thing so uh you know thank you to her and uh she has a very unique way of uh, of marketing things like sponsoring podcasts yeah there you <laughs> <be>. <laughs> <laughs> thank you julie all right so uh seeing as we were just talking uh, about live music community um is there any uh any advice as musicians that you guys uh would give young musicians today don't give up practice uh
3: seek help yeah Yeah. it's a it's a abyss of knowledge that you're jumping into if you're just starting an instrument uh ask all the questions don't be afraid to ask um don't be afraid to ask for clarification and practice 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 (laughs) when you don't want to practice yeah man practice when you hate practicing yeah you will get better
0: yeah yeah it's good advice you got anything
2: uh yeah so um kind of tangential to music like if you're trying to make a like make a face for yourself in your area or your scene just like be a face in your community often yeah. um make a point to go out to the local shows find a few local bands you like see them specifically introduce yourself be like be a good be a good dude be a good person that people want to see at shows and yeah you know the fortune will kind of come to you y- yeah you can yeah. only do so you can do a lot from your bedroom but you can't get a name from your bedroom. You really, you got to, you, you, especially nowadays, you really got to socialize. So just yeah. be out there, be present, be happy. And, yeah. you know, it'll come to you.
0: No, that's good advice. As someone who, um, you know, without sort of the, the crutch of alcohol, because I gave that up to kind of give myself kind of, you know, Dutch courage. I'm a, d- a bit of an introvert. Like, you know, I've always found that side of things a little bit difficult. But, um, you know, I've, I've sort of come along Way with that now, you know I can go out and be sober and and have a nice time. But you know, it's for art- artistic types who can be a little bit introverted, you know that's sometimes it's the hardest part. You know, being social.
2: Yeah, very true. Mm. I guess I, I, would, I would say to that, like, you find that like in the world, if you try to like put yourself out there, you find there are very few genuine like assholes or jerks. I guess, yeah, if, if we don't want to say ass. Like, you go out and you like make a comment to someone. At the very least, they'll give you a courteous response and yeah. go about their day. Sure, yeah. you find very few people that like. Oh, that was a good bench. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? No, that's. I feel like this worst case
1: never happens. This kind of goes back to uh, to the analog versus uh, versus digital conversation because, um, you know, some people would say, some people would say that, um, you know, going out and putting yourself in front of other people, et cetera, et cetera, is not necessarily the way to go, but rather social media, and pushing yourself online and all that kind of stuff. Um, But... I kind of I kind of feel like there's there's a there's a line there somewhere you know there's a yeah, line it's like you, have to you walk. can't
0: beat Facetime I people think, uh, remember that, you if that's you go what I was going to say is, someone, that's yeah. what I was going to
1: say and to be honest I mean you can't have social media and all that kind of stuff without content and you get the content from being out yeah, yeah. That's true <laughs> exactly. you can even
2: you could kind of tailor that mindset to social media too like find local artists YouTube like go on their YouTube yeah. find their music videos yeah. comment on their YouTube videos yeah. yeah think of something witty well if you're not funny don't but think of something witty <laughs> and try to get like a top comment or two on some trend. Videos yeah. like yeah. you know, go be social out out and then also on social media. You could kind of you know bring that yeah. mindset to the internet. for no, sure. That's a good
1: answer. The internet and, <laughs> and Anthony, uh, you said you said uh, practice, practice, practice. And there's a question we usually ask people, and because we had so many awesome other things to talk about with you guys, we didn't ask. Do you guys practice as a band and as individuals? And there's no wrong answer to this. You want to go first? Individually
2: i think i could speak i'm sure he does too but yes i practice quite a bit one thing or another Uh, as a band we take a very shotgun approach we'll like get a gig and be like (laughs) we got to practice guys we got we gotta get three practices in by next friday so that's how the band practices gotcha gotcha but
3: but it is kind of like a level of musicians right i have an expectation that we all know this music come to practice and play play the songs it's it's kind of a, a level of, like, you know, it is a job.
0: Respect the practice, yeah. Make and sure then, you know where you, you, you're you yeah. coming in lo- loaded. Coming yeah.
3: in hot. Yeah. It's like yeah. practice Be ready versus rehearsal. Perform. Be ready to, yeah, practice versus rehearsal. Like, do your practice at home, come to rehearsal. Yeah. Uh, I do a lot of practice at home. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of practice. <laughs>
0: All
2: right. Yeah, you guys cool. practice.
0: I, yeah. Throwing out? Um,
2: Dishing it. Can you take it?
0: I, I'm getting a lot better at it, especially since I put the booze down i practice a lot these days i like nice, it you know yeah, I, yeah I, I come into work early quite a lot and just sit here and practice i'm love it. i
1: getting better at it i i was really bad for a long time like i would like five minutes before a, a, a rehearsal i would learn a part or something um i yeah i was really bad about it and it's really just a time management thing for me because i have so many things going on all the time lately i've been getting better about it Um, and it's not so much with, with Killbillies, there's so much material that we play and we play it so consistently all the time, every weekend that it's not really like, I don't really sit at home and, and, and go over these songs that, that we play. Right. I, I don't, um, for me, it's more, um, learning new things. Um, like, uh. Um, you know, I played the double bass He's And I just slap, I, Yeah, yeah nice. I learned how to slap recently Like in the <laughs> yes, last Probably awesome. four to yeah. six months and, and I'm just, you know And then I was like singles And then doubles And now I'm doing these triplets And I'm like loving yeah. it <laughs>
2: Like triple stop slaps? Yeah The whole rockabilly
1: oh, thing Yeah, Dang. yeah Like Yeah, it's crazy Like I got these whole gallops And stuff It's fun um, but I just recently bought a bow, and so now I'm learning how to bow the bass, which is a bitch. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'll get there. But yeah, so I don't practice per se, like you know, our actual songs necessarily. But I, I yeah, because we practice do play techniques. them all the time. Yeah. yeah but do. when we
0: get a new one, you know, we'll practice that. Yeah. But, um. You know, we've sort of settled into a set list. In fact, we probably it's probably time to kind of freshen it up a bit. Add frankly. some stuff
1: and yeah, change some things. Around. But yeah. we'll
0: we'll get to that once we yeah. once I finished mixing this album, which is just draining the life yeah. out of me. I'm nearly there. I'm nearly you know. Nearly, nearly got over the hump. But We're gonna uh, add some yeah. Britney
1: Spears. Yeah, there you go.
3: <laughs> I was gonna say do a Scarlatti concerto, <laughs> double go. bass concerto. Oh, that'd be. I amazing. my I goal. Classical.
1: My goal. <laughs> I, I bought a. Uh, I bought a. Uh, a Boss five hundred five. Um, uh, loop, looping. It's not really a pedal. I guess it's more of a station. Station. <laughs> yeah. station yeah. Um Which is supposed to be incredible, but I haven't taken it out of the box yet. Um, I've just, like I said, time. Um, but but my goal is to master the bow on the double bass, and then eventually start doing some sort of like looping on the double bass. I think that would be yeah. amazing. That one. would be. <laughs> yeah. I if he gets good at it.
0: I want him to just you know halfway through the second set, he just does this crazy loop bass loop thing, and we just watch him do it. You know, yeah, right? cool it's like, right? you? yeah, it's,
2: it's like absolutely. the the ante the predecessor. What's the opposite of a predecessor? Um, antus- it's like the grant great grandson of the guitar solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah totally. That's another place where music will probably be like. There's like a whole genre of YouTube videos where it's like a sport. People make crazy loops, like, yeah, just live. You know, like, yeah. oh yeah, it's, it's kind of fun to watch. We've
1: but. had a, we've had a few people on here that have done um, um, some amazing uh, loop. Uh, in fact, the band that Justin is out recording right now on tour, The Shake, um, their lead singer Ricky. Um, he's, a a, he's a loop master. He, he uses is. a five hundred five. Okay. Um, and uh, I, yeah, that guy is. You know, I'll look up loops on on YouTube all the time, and it's like, you know, eight bars, twelve bars, sixteen bars are the same thing before they get around to adding the next thing, and then they add that. Now you're four he's minutes. He's good, but he's no that, no Ricky. That, yeah. Well, right now it's like you know you, you're watching these things, and now you're four minutes into a into a two and a half minute song, and they've just started singing. Like you know, like it drives me insane. Ricky will literally like you know click click and he's got the snare for the whole thing and then thump thump and he's got the the bass for the whole thing and like i don't even think four bars in he's already singing and he's got the whole song built up with like eight layers you know it's insane he's so so fast he's good at getting it it popping really really quick yeah he's so fast at it and he's so good at it and accurate at it and stuff yeah it's It's fun to watch that stuff yeah exactly it is another
2: different skill. i'm not going to touch it it's just not my forte but it is fun to watch
0: i use one i got i got quite a nice one the new one that boss came out with whatever the number is if it can't remember 600 maybe um RC-600, yeah. yeah. All and, right. Um, and I use that for my solo gigs. But, you know, I, I, I would be lying if I said I could touch Ricky's prowess on the yeah. thing. But yeah, yeah Well, I the amazing thing it.
1: with Ricky is, is that the 505, um, like I have a separate pedal that goes with the 505. That I, again, I haven't taken it out of the box, so I don't know. But Ricky doesn't use anything like that. The 505 is all hand pads. Mm. Oh, and, okay. and sliders and switches and he's literally like he does a couple of notes or something on his guitar yeah, goes, and then he and then he just lets go of his guitar and, he, and it's still going and he's like he's like reaching up and moving sliders and hitting buttons like he's doing it all on the fly with his hands like yeah it
0: looks like somewhere between like a solo guy and like a DJ a DJ yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's <laughs>
1: exactly what it looks like he's just it's, constantly like hitting like sliding up and down and turning <laughs> on his <the laughs> He's and, and crazy like he's turning channels on and off so he's like you hear this part of the song but then not that part but then you hear this part and not yeah. the other yeah
0: it's, if you go back through the episode and look up, like, Ricky B. Like, it, it, he he does a great... Ricky Bobby, I think his uh, name is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he's down as Ricky Bobby, okay. which is his solo name. And, yeah, check that out. He's If you kind of scroll through to the, uh, to the, know, the performance. performance bit, you know, you should yeah, check it out. It's pretty cool. Sure.
2: Yeah, well, I was watching the Shakes episode earlier today, actually. Yes. So yeah. I think I got probably got to see him, but I didn't get to see that part of it. Earlier. Right,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you were watching the one that's, like, uh, with all the, all the... Did you watch the one that's the that's kind of...
1: the. Best, best of where best, they were, yes, they were that's hosting what I was watching. yeah, yeah so the yeah, performance yeah. on that one is actually us it's kill oh right yeah so yeah, if you yeah. scrub to the yeah to the performance part it'll be us that was
0: one i was telling you about where i have the like, slightly scary eyes because <laughs> uh, when, be when, oh, yeah. <laughs> when we originally recorded I was staring directly into the camera, and
2: Justin was like, all right, you've got to like look away. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like a, you're staring into you my soul. <laughs> you look like <laughs> Dwight Schrute from <laughs> the Yeah, Ones. exactly. Yeah. Dead pants there. <laughs> yeah, there's only one place you're not supposed to look, but it's so easy to do. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Why don't we take a look at um, some of your gear? Yeah. You bring some pictures up, Yes. <laughs> So, what are we looking at?
3: Uh, so, that is one half of my um, performance pedal board. I love that it's
1: one half. <laughs> it's one half. We do see the other half?
3: The quilter itself is uh, basically an amp head. Yeah. And then uh, the red on box, the box on the top right is uh, Hughes & Kettner. Um, it's a DI box. Every upper end Hughes & Kettner amp head that they build comes with that built inside so on the back of the head you have a di yeah they just decided to make a pedal and that's that pedal oh cool uh so basically um the quilter's the head the red box is the amp uh, the cabinet and then um the the bottom guys are the effects loop it's a flanger uh i'm sorry a phaser a flanger tremolo is that purple one going into uh delay that other delay on the left and then the afterneath in the middle is a reverb. So, and then this one, basically my guitar goes into the classic wah. Yeah. And then into the noise suppressor, the noise suppressor loops through the pitchfork through the blues driver. Yeah. Uh, so those are all my like distortion tone changing.
0: I love a noise suppressor.
3: Love the noise suppressor. It's so good. And then that goes into the compressor. Um, which goes into it's a uh, uh, moor phoenix. It's also technically an amp head. Yeah. Uh, technically also serves as a DI. You right. can you can switch it around, and then the volume goes into the the quilter. So it's essentially from the right of the classic wah all the way through into the the quilter on the previous page. Neat. So
1: as a as a bass player that uh, that almost doesn't use any pedals. Um what does the noise filter actually do? And please don't tell me it filters noise. Don't tell me it suppresses noise. Well, suppresses. <laughs> it, it
3: does. Uh, when you have like the death or the, the distortion pedal or something, you have high gain. Okay. Uh, oftentimes you'll get a lot of like feedback. Shhh. Buzz, shhh, stuff yeah. like that. And it'll Static-y take kind that of. down. Okay. Also like, you know, like if I'll do like a da, what happens it'll duh
0: gotcha, yeah, yeah,
3: and it'll cut that out. gotcha, yeah. so okay. it just and you cuts can really out.
0: chug like you can go 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 and you get these really heavy chugs, yeah it sounds awesome,
3: yeah, it really like you know tightens everything up yeah. in there, and uh so it does suppress noise it does my whole thing has been working on the configuration, uh putting the um the wa on the very nearest to the yeah. guitar versus yeah. i used to have the the wah go into the volume pedal so it right. was kind of at the end of the chain and i've been playing around with like what that actually does with the sound yeah it's very interesting cuz the way i have it right now i kind of stopped using the wah pedal i think because of where it is in the chain right i liked how it sounded at the end of the chain versus you know uh, just a i was playing around i heard a technique is you put the wah first right from the guitar wah and then everything else tried playing with it kept it you know yeah still kind of i have to literally disassemble the whole thing sure, I have sure all sure. the cables tied up and everything yeah, so yeah. it's a project yeah for sure to put it together uh, but, yeah, it's, it's uh, fully functional. I can either plug it straight into the, the DI. I can go right into the front of the house. Or if I have a cabinet, the, the quilter powers a cabinet.
0: Oh, sick. So Nice. Yeah. You just go straight into nice. a cabinet from the quilter. That's cool. I love
3: it. I think it's really cool. It's a badass. Um, excuse me. It's a, it's a really nice. You, you uh, can cancel this. Can okay, it's a badass amplifier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really, really cool tones. You know, um, yeah. I, I went from having uh, like a line six. Yeah. So, and then I went and had we had a pe- the um, effects board like the line effects board from uh, Helix, the Helix. Thank you. Uh, to now I'm like I just want an organic sound yeah. that yeah. nobody's gonna recreate. Sure. Nobody has. It's all you. Yeah. I,
0: that, I dig that. Don't you have another piece of gear. Yeah. There's another piece of gear
3: that they uh, brought a photo of. Oh, that there.
2: Um, so that gear. filters noise. Well played. So we were talking about we play with a lot of backing tracks because our stuff's, you know, we kind of go for that arena rock thing a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how we do it. On the left there is you'd have like that kind of stands in for the Sound Guys PA. So that's the soundboard. Um, we would take an iPod with the backing tracks. Hard panned left is the metronome, hard panned right is the backing track. The metronome goes to the uh, box with the antenna. So only we hear the metronome, but the right side, which is the backing track, goes to the house and the antenna. So only we hear the metronome, but everyone hears the backing track and us playing. Yeah, cool. Uh, so it's perfect. You know, some of our songs have like a couple. One of them has like 100 tracks. So obviously wow. with four people, we can't replicate
1: it. So yeah, it helps yeah. to, and I, you know. So how do you guys, you're saying saying it's like in an iPod or something. Like you literally just walk over, press play, and then the song starts and you guys start playing.
2: Drummer has an iPod set up, um, autoplay off. So okay, yeah, <laughs> we yeah, have time yeah. between songs. But yeah, he just. Um,
1: Puts it on a shuffle to really screw <laughs> your <guys laughs> up.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's when we're feeling really good and have to, like, kick it up a notch. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, he just, um, you know, we're, we're doing the crowd play, and I'll just give him a little thing, a little point or something, and he'll start up the track. We'll hear the click. And then uh, with the click track, we also have. I, I recorded some little um, just cuts, so like, intro, two, three, four. So that's <laughs> also in our ear. Yes. You oh, know, nice. bridge, two, three. Oh, that's so some cool. of our songs will have you know maybe like five of our songs will like hold out on a sustained chord and then have one five four measure so yeah, it also yeah. helps for things like that so yeah, yeah. Right. we That's embrace cool. that
1: side of things the We're really looking
0: forward to uh, catching you guys at a show yeah, like, sounds yeah it sounds really sounds, interesting it is, it's
1: really cool i've seen where i've seen where some drummers um uh some drummers will will run the tracks like that but they'll do it with triggers and things on their on their drums yeah you know? that's how or, we used or to like, do it or in or like, of drum, like Six, these yeah. drum pads and they'll just they'll hit the pad and it like triggers you know
2: yeah or, you can or, get, get crazy with triggers i was watching this one band cover 1999 by prince yeah. um yeah. and I, if you know the song really well there's like a drum sample in there it's like a yeah. and um yeah. they had one guy in the band all he did was play samples so like you know, Prince songs have a whole lot of examples. samples
0: go. Is that one? is, that the that
2: is like the <laughs> boop, boop,
0: boop, do, do, do. Oh, yeah, yeah okay, I was yeah.
2: dreaming when I wrote this So yeah, sue yeah. me if I go Oh, God That's <laughs> another tattoo I need I need a good Prince tattoo <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm running out of real estate You could just get Purple like a silhouette of
0: Prince on your back Exactly Well, he's got that face, you know He's got that regal face But I also
2: want something a little less overt, you know yeah i need like a little red corvette like a tattoo of a little red corvette (laughs) somewhere or something
0: yeah what a legend man yeah gone too soon gone too soon
1: Tell us, uh, we skipped over. So tell us a little bit about uh, the song you guys played. And, yeah, like what's it about and inspiration for it, etc.
2: Well, Anthony wrote it uh, for tonight. Actually, that's it's about, so awesome.
3: It's about about your mom, just isn't a it? challenge. Like we, we <laughs> hey, wrote it for tonight. Yeah. How cool is that? And we oh,
2: we were cool. gonna play something that we covered, but then we're like, that's lame, dude. Yeah, Let's yeah. Do something. About, so
3: yeah, I'll let him take it away. So he wrote it. Uh, we got word of this, and um, like. He said, we were like, well, what do we play? You know, our original songs are so big. Can't really just reduce it. And then we were like, well, let's do a, you know, really awesome cover that we do. And I was like, "Ah, oh, I, I can't, you know. <laughs> I just respect that, man. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fair. And uh, so I I wanted to write a song. I felt, uh, you know, it was time for, I'm a big death metal guy, right? Yeah. It's, it's time for me to write a love song. Singer yeah. songwriter, indie style, love song. I wrote it and dedicated it for my girlfriend. Yeah. Gave it to her, gave it, you know, it's for her, but it was for this. And um, the song's called Around Around. Uh, and you know, kind of the inspiration was uh, I, like Connor gave this to me, but it was like you know one of the the songs that they would play on the end credits of, uh, of Grey's Anatomy. You know, that's, <laughs> that's what I get from it, and, uh, and yeah. I'm running with it. That's it's awesome. Happy. It's in D major. It does some weird chromatic things, but then it like lands on a nice D major chord. One the one chord, you know, home. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's what I really tried to do. You know, like the death metal guy made. A a four chord song that's now like a seven and a half chord song <laughs> yeah but yeah. that's that's kind of the format
0: that's cool i i really like um I really like it when bands who almost exclusively play heavy stuff have like one one their, their one slow song is always better than bands who do slow songs. All of them songs,
2: I'll take one November rain over all of Mumford and I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry no, for Mumford that. and Sons fans.
3: It's like the focus of it, though, right? We have uh, really heavy songs, like uh, one of our songs is called "One Hot Minute." It's like a straight, you know, like riffing yeah, song, solos, shredding solos, my man. Um, and but then. You know, like to reduce it down to two guitars, two vocals, like Lennon and McCartney style. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh instead of like the whole big yeah. band kind of yeah. scenario. It's definitely refreshing having, it took me, what was it, like two, three weeks, I think. Cool. To have it, you know, performance ready. We went through a couple iterations of it, and uh I think we're going to keep it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we're how, it on. how do you guys write lyrics? How do you have like a method? <laughs> we don't
2: like to. So, um, so yeah. here's we we, yeah. We like to, the way we make ourselves write lyrics is to write about really weird things. Okay. So, like for one hot minute, for example, that song is about like the message of the song is like, um, you know, guy girl out, and the guy's like, you're looking good, I'm looking good i don't last very long, so we can do this real quick, like that's, uh, that's you know, so it's just sophomoric, like immature lyrics, yeah, but it's like we i don't know I, I was writing one song, and I was like, this is kind of like an upbeat song, I want to write it about dressing good and feeling good and looking good, but I was like it's so hokey i't like, yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't think of anything, so then we made it about something else weird, and then the lyrics <laughs> came a lot more easily, yeah, cool so, and then fun. it's fun if you can kind of um. Bury that, so it's not so obviously about something weird. Like yeah, our song yeah. "Roller Queen" sounds like it's like an ode to a pretty girl, but it's like, you know, literally it's an ode to a porn star, like a specific right. one, but it doesn't yeah. sound like it is. If you just is it about roll roller
0: girl it. or a real actual porn?
3: Yeah,
2: so. it's like it's like an O two to a porn star. Gotcha. Um,
3: but it's the kind like, of song that your mom's going to sing in the car yeah. and yeah, not yeah. really internalize the lyrics Excellent. of what they're singing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah just like awesome, the innuendos <laughs> Yeah, actually. it's fun if
2: we can do that. Same. Like, with One Hot Minute, we don't directly address what we're talking about. But, like, if we tell you what it's about, then all the lyrics are like, S- oh, so that's what that means. Yeah, that's man. Let's go that's back and awesome. listen. So, yeah, I don't know. I, a it's lot hard of to the, write about topical stuff, I guess. A lot of yeah. the
3: format, like... I write a lot of the lyrics, but then we'll bring it together and we'll be like, we got four hours. We're not leaving this room until we get through this. And I think that really helps for for me and Connor because he's got his own ideas. I have my own ideas. But and and we do, you know, not in a bad way, but we do clash and like bounce Mm -hmm. ideas back off. But I think the best part and the most healthy part is like we're not. We're not fighting about it, but we have, we're we going to get through. Yeah. No matter, like, it's going to take the night. Like, we're going to get the song done, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. we have to, it's not going to just, you know, write itself. Yeah. We will go through line by line and really, you know, digest um, each thing, each rhyme scheme, things like that. I think something I'm really
0: impressed with you guys about is um, the there's clearly is a talent but there's also the work ethic and I admire that like you know with the, the fact that you, the, you, you pick through stuff you make sure it's right you're doing your own recording and you know you really know how to do that you're very capable people I think yeah, it's right. very impressive thank you very much yeah. it
2: helps to very much enjoy it you know maybe, yeah. maybe this is the highest level we'll ever achieve but that's uh, if that were the case i'd not stop doing it you know? no totally yeah, so. I, f-
0: I feel like it's all about the journey anyway if you don't enjoy the journey then you're doing something wrong you
2: exactly if, if you're in it so that people love you and worship you you're, you're more than likely going to be horribly disappointed <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um yeah it's, it's the most fun when you just appreciate that you're part of the history of music maybe that sounds really i don't know just cliche and egotistical you know you're just another one of the members of musicians yeah. that like one of the, the world. facets
0: that makes up the whole yeah exactly crazy. you
2: got to hear it you got to make your own yeah maybe only a couple thousand people heard it but you know they're going to talk about it and they're going to buy stuff and that yeah. stuff's going to last you're going to come
0: on 561 music and talk to us assholes exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's, <right.
3: laughs> that's what it was all for <laughs> we wanted to be here <laughs> what uh what
1: do you guys have coming up uh as far as uh gigs or any new songs or anything coming up
2: yeah so um it's like we said, we just lost our keyboardist and guitarist. We are looking for some. Um, so we're looking for some keyboardists and guitarists so we can get the live shows going because we're really trying to get the, uh, the original shows. Yeah. We're, um, so yeah, we're looking for a couple of guys there that can sing cause we've got the harmonies. But we're releasing our next EP coming out. It's called Come to Life. It's a bit more cool. uh, funk and R&B than hard rock like the last one. Is it recorded uh, already? Mostly. We might right. need to talk later because it has a sax solo, one of Excellent. them. Excellent. Um, two songs have <laughs> sax solos. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, that, that's the big push now. We want to get Come to Life out. It's a bang three love songs, and then we're going to hit the road. We're going to be propaganda. Well, we don't have dates, but we want to play Propaganda where we yeah. were. We want to play all the old places and yeah. kind of hit that road again.
0: Yeah, perfect, man. Nice. It's exciting.
1: What have we got coming up? Uh, yeah. Uh, we gotta- yeah, we've got uh, Friday night. We are playing. We're playing two local shows, aren't we? Oh yeah, yeah. Friday night we're playing last, last weekends weekend. on Clematis. Yeah. yeah. That should be fun. Oh, it was fun cool. last time when we played there. It was real fun, yeah. Um and last then uh, that's
2: that's Sherrod's Voltaire, right? That's uh, that yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that's a sick place. And then uh Saturday we're uh, at our at our home, Patty yeah. Max. Patty Max. Yeah. That's it. And I think Saturday afternoon you're playing is it Cork? Um You're playing something, I'm not hundred percent sure what's going on with Cork. You're um, playing something Saturday afternoon. Is that is that what it was supposed
0: to be? Um I got to find out because um, I think they're doing weird things with the music. But I should be
1: playing cork, so hopefully, I yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Um, Everything goes to plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that, it's yeah, supposed that to
1: be cork. At, yeah, cork at uh, twelve thirty to three thirty for you. Yeah, and then Patty Max that night.
0: Absolutely, t- t- um, double header. If yeah, when right. you listen to this on uh, Friday, Friday, the night before, I will have gone to a drum circle on Juneau Beach. So
1: That will be fun. Oh, nice drum looking circle in Juno Beach. I've never yeah, never been to one to in Juneau. I've been one in uh, Lake Worth. Yeah, it's yeah. it's
0: something to do with um I'm not hundred percent sure whether it is related to um my brother in law's group that he's in, but they're all going. So nice. yeah, yeah, awesome. I'm gonna go do that. I've gotta find someone to borrow a djembe off. I'm nice. gonna go and beg Yaz if
1: he'll lend me his djembe.
0: I don't know <laughs> how that's gonna go.
1: <laughs> we went we went to a drum circle years ago. We went to a drum circle. Gavin was just getting into drums and stuff and so we were like, Oh, let's go check this out on Lake Worth. We showed up with like a couple of cajones. Yeah. And everybody's looking at us like we were nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Is it? But it worked. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, the, Look, you can come
0: with a pot and pan. Let's be real. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah, I brought right. my sax one time. That was cool. Yeah. Because it was the only thing that was like a m- melody instrument. So I was doing all these Middle Eastern scales. It was cool. <laughs> nice. Something rad. But, um, all right. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming. Yeah, it was it's coming. It was a pleasure, us, man. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, man. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, as, uh, to everyone listening and watching, you know the the usual spiel like and subscribe and follow us um, you know we're trying to, to monetize the YouTube channel so we can take the money and dump it back into the podcast make this better for you guys um, keep getting the cast, the guests rolling through here and um, and put together the festival that uh, our second festival that we're gonna be doing in April so yeah um, at Matthews Brewing April 1st 2023 so market calendars we're gonna start doing a little social media push for that we soon. promise it's not an April Fool's joke it Actually, is it's not an April Fool's joke um uh you know i might i might get on state no i'm just kidding that's an april fool's joke i, mean, I was about to say i was going to get on and do a little edm for you but that's an April <laughs> joke. Um, but yeah uh like subscribe um follow us uh go to 561music.com all the episodes are there all the past episodes catch up on that stuff you can watch this episode you can listen to it um, all the links for there our sponsors are there um if you would like to sponsor an episode uh where uh i believe there's a tab on there as well and you can um you can either sponsor an episode you can sponsor multiple episodes um you can just send us cash because you know we like that um and then, uh yeah i mean basically that's it uh you can follow us on all the social medias at 561 music podcast
0: yeah yep. nice one all right well uh <laughs> Let's uh, chat about me playing some sax and nosing around your studio and get out of here. Thanks so much for coming. Really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Great Great time. Thank you you. you for
3: having us.